Hi everyone, welcome to this brand new episode of my podcast The Ass Effect How to Move from Adversities to Breakthroughs. Today I have a very interesting and a dynamic guest with me all the way from United Kingdom. His name is Sandeep Nair. I know Sandeep for the last many years. I think uh, I've seen him witness to his uh, publishing journey so far because I saw the first draft of his first book when it first came out. Soon after finishing your mechanical engineering, you got into writing for a weekly weekly literary magazine. And eventually, after working in the IT sector for so many years, Sandeep found his calling, listened to his calling, and eventually published his first book. And then he hasn't looked back so far. Presently, Sandeep is one of the most renowned authors in Hindi and in English in India. And that's interesting because he does not live in India. So he's in India only for a few weeks per year. So his books probably speak more than what he can. So on that note, I'll welcome Sandeep ji in my show. Hi, Sandeep ji. Hi. Hi, Harshad. How are you? I'm fine, fine. So how is the weather in England? This is today we have an absolutely horrendous weather here in uh, Haryana, Faridabad. And, oh, really? <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, yeah, yes, I, I've heard. I mean, uh, a few of my friends have told that it's been uh, raining cats and dogs at parts of yeah. the weather over here is uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a bit cloudy at the moment. Uh, mm. But uh, but uh, last couple of days have been very sunny. Uh, so usual British weather that uh, you you have lived in Britain, Harshad. So <laughs> yeah, the weather changes abruptly over here. One day yeah. very sunny, another day it's cloudy and rainy, and uh, so it, it's it's like that. It's always been like that here. Mm, I like the way you use the word funny. Uh, the weather is really funny and uh, somebody who doesn't understand that expression it's like what the hell it funny what is how can weather be funny so that's that's uh, that's a typical british slang that we use for anything that's actually not funny <laughs> so it works in irony <laughs> right on, on that note I, I as i said i mentioned that you are, an, are a mechanical engineer and you're working in in the it uh, services at the moment so how before going through your journey because i will not be uh, uh, discussing the typical stereotypical way of asking okay let's start with your journey how you started and all that mm-hmm. we'll go straight to the point in your life what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to reverse uh, engineer your journey Right, so maybe mm-hmm. there there might be areas in your life which you probably will discover today uh, with our conversation. Mm-hmm. So, kind kind of gist that you will want to pass on to your kids. You know, you you probably say uh, on your deathbed that kids, this is this is what I have learned in my life, and this is the sum total, and this these are my formulas for success, things to do, things not to do. All that I've been able to figure it out, work it out now. Mm-hmm. That is the kind of introspection we'll be uh, working towards. Like God willing, we'll probably do that. So I want you to go to that phase in your life where mm-hmm. 
you you felt that there was no way out you were sitting at the bottom of a deep dark well no light mm-hmm. ahead mm-hmm. completely alone mm-hmm. you whether you probably felt that there is no way forward you 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 simply didn't know what to do at all mm-hmm. which way to move, what to do and you were completely trapped in the most depressing helpless phase of your life i'm i'm sure in in everyone's life there are multiple such phases yes but there is always one which which builds you as a person that you are today so let's go back to that phase and let's see if we can move forward from there okay uh, harshit uh, i would say that uh, there was not just a single phase hmm, uh, like okay. this in my life hmm. uh, there have been many phases where i've mm. gone through such mm. adversities and uh, such hopelessness uh, mm. where uh, it, it was total dark uh, mm. there and i couldn't see any ray of hope but mm. out of that the darkest of that period that the darkest of these phases was mm. the one i faced in about 12 years ago in 2008 okay, uh, okay. i had a clinical depression i was diagnosed mm. to have clinical mm. depression mm. Uh, and at the same time i was also suffering from a severe uh, 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 what i would call it is a is a severe digestive problems and eating disability mm okay it was, it was something like that 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 period was that that i was suffering from severe depression and at the same mm. time i could not nourish my body at all mm that was the phase where i i had thought to commit suicide or to end my life almost mm. every other minute okay mm okay uh, the, mm. It, it, there was no ray of hope out there it was total complete uh, desolation and I, i i could not imagine uh, that i could ever have a normal life out of uh, it mm mm and the only thing that kept me from committing suicide or from ending mm-hmm. my life mm. was that i had somehow the back of my mind this thing that losing hope is a sign of greatest weakness mm. it's it's a sign of not valuing life the life that has been given to me mm. i'm totally i'm i'm totally throwing it away not valuing it a bit mm. so I, somehow i had thought that whatever whatever it is whatever it takes mm. i will have to have a little courage a little mm. hope and what mm. would give me that courage and what would give me that hope i did not know so the mm. only mm. thing that i said to me was this too shall pass mm mm 
that's the only thing i could say to me that this too shall pass mm. and a time will come a time will come when mm. i will be out of this darkness mm. that mm. time that's- yes that that was the time of uh, great introspection uh, a great looking inward and mm. thinking about when when i'm saying this to you that uh, when uh, when i had thought that this this idea that was always at the back of my mind uh, that mm. losing hope is the greatest weakness and mm. throwing away life is the, the greatest recklessness that one can do in life and then mm-hmm. i thought that then what what's the value of that life i mean when i'm saying that i am not valuing life So what mm. is it what is the value of life actually mm. is it just living life enjoying it eating mm. good mm. having fun is that mm. all life is about or is there something mm. more about life is there something deeper about life mm. this is what i had started thinking at that point in time mm. Mm-hmm. and i at the same time i i read a lot and as mm. you know that uh, from uh, from my own uh, biography that you have you have known this that after completing my mechanical engineering degree instead mm. of going into uh, the, the 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 calling that the mechanical engineering profession i went mm. into writing and mm. i have always been very much interested in writing reading literature etc mm. so i started reading a lot at that time mm-hmm. and while reading uh, various stuff on internet in books mm. etc i came mm. across a very mm. interesting poem a mm. very uh, inspiring poem of latin poet mm. uh, and his uh, name is saint john of cross mm-hmm. and this poem is the dark night of the soul which you referred to in the book uh, dark night which i have referred in the book i wrote the book dark night uh, mm. titled dark night based on uh, uh, the philosophy of this poem and i read mm. this poem and this poem in this poem uh, the poet uh, the saint says that that mm. this period which i was going through the phase of life i was going through he has termed that phase as the dark night of the soul and he mm. has said that that this in this dark night mm. the soul finds answers to the questions that the life raises mm. it, it is a period of time uh, the dark night is caused mm. by a collapse of the perceived meaning of life that we have we have mm. certain meaning of life we have certain hopes for life we have certain aspirations for life and certain expectations mm. but mm. they mm. are all man made and man given aspirations mm. we mm. give a meaning to life which is 
a man given meaning which is mm. not the meaning that the nature has given to him mm. Mm. and when this perceived meaning collapses mm. we have this face of life we have this face of hopelessness mm. but out of that emerges a new meaning of life the mm. life the meaning that the nature has ascribed to life Mm. if we listen to our heart if we listen to what the our soul is trying to tell us we understand mm. that meaning of life mm. and then we emerge out of this darkness to be transformed mm. optimist about this new meaning of life about the new what uh, what i will call is this uh, the new uh, challenges that life throws at us mm. and how to meet those challenges because that those are the ones which the nature has given to us and not the ones which we have taken up ourselves mm. Mm. Uh, so that's what i learned in that period mm and uh, that that gave me a lot of strength uh, mm. that gave me a, a lot of uh, hopes mm. and uh, i would say that from then onwards i would look back and uh, i have somehow learned to cope up with life's challenges life's problems without mm. getting any kind of despair mm-hmm. i think uh, your first you, you you started writing the first book uh, summer siddha soon after that 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 phase is yes. it right oh, yes yes that's what i started doing uh, this, mm. this this period this uh, this phase lasted for about 3 years or so uh, okay. it started somewhere in 2008 and lasted for about 3 years it was a long painful Um, mm. uh, period, uh, mm. and I started writing Samar Sadha in 2011. There, there was one more thing which I learned during that period, and uh, this is I, I was I was reading this uh, guy, uh, his name is uh, Joseph Campbell, mm. and Joseph Campbell is a, a very uh, famous uh, uh, mythologist. Mm. Uh, and he has done a lot of work on mythologies and uh, mm. in all the world mythologies he has done work on and he has found a lot of similarities in all the world mythologies and he has uh, kind of come up with this whole idea that the mm. mythologies are actually written to teach us life in forms of symbols in the form forms of there there's one thing that he had said uh, uh, very way that's very interesting that he has taken he he took up this uh, what we call in hinduism in hindu philosophy sat chit anand mm, mm. is that the, the truth mm. true consciousness is the bliss that we want in life the, the 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 bliss of the true consciousness hmm so what what he had said is that i do not know 
what the mm. truth is mm. i do not know what is my pure consciousness is mm. but i know where my bliss is mm. i know what makes me happy and he mm. said that if i follow my bliss the other two things will come i will come to know what that truth is and what mm. my pure consciousness is so mm. he he had said to follow your bliss follow and your bliss he placed yeah yes and then i i thought well that's that then i i thought yeah where, where is my bliss what mm. what mm. i enjoy the most that's the and question yes i realized that i enjoy the most what i enjoy mm. the most writing mm. Mm. and i started writing <clears throat> this, uh, this book mm. and uh, that 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 gave me a lot of uh, solace a lot of strength uh, and eventually i found my bliss Hmm. That's interesting because I also uh, uh, follow Joseph Campbell a lot. I've read his books, Soul, Power of Myth, uh, The Hero with Thousand Faces. Yes, that's a uh, great book. I, you're right in saying that he, uh, what a lot of stuff that just Joseph Campbell and a lot of other Western mythologists and Indologists, if we talk about Indologists, obviously they talked about uh, Hinduism a lot. but general mythologists for us those who have studied hinduism who are aware or familiar of it a lot of their stuff sound very familiar to what we've been hearing anyway yes. like this satchidanand you mentioned one specific uh, quote that i i have on my desktop he says that the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek yes the cave you fear to enter and yes that- from your entire episode and you i think i appreciate the fact that you shared about your uh, uh, societal tendencies at the time it's probably the first time you shared it with with anyone on the public uh, forum that that deep well where you were sitting or you where, where you were forced to sit which i call adversity is or i call shit holes yes that's the cave that's the cave we we fear to enter and in normal circumstances when the life is going normally we don't think about things that we are supposed to we are out to yes so i think it's nature's way of putting us in that cave or in the dark well down there that's that's that's, that's, that's the dark the dark night of the soul that's that that dark, cave is the dark, the dark night, night of the soul exactly that's the dark night so either you uh, learn find your bliss or just perish or basically carry on living the way you've been in mediocrity that is as as good as you know a living death yes if you don't follow your bliss and you live a life of monotony and you live a life where you're not doing things that you enjoy and life is a boring affair whether you you're only paying bills and raising kids yeah and that life is is as good as uh, not happening at all of course of course of course because your your soul wants a particular dimension uh, uh, to achieve your soul mm. wants to uh, reach to a, a particular uh, height 
if you don't give your soul that opportunity mm-hmm. you are actually not expanding as a person you are mm-hmm. not developing as a person you are just living a life of kind of a monotony a, mm-hmm. a life of uh, no expansion uh, so uh, that's not the life which you have been given to live actually Mm-hmm. So you think you're a writer so it was easy for you to find your calling you knew yes. that you love love writing Yes What about thousands millions of people who don't know what their calling is and if they are in this this dark well or the dark night and they lose hope they're despairing and there is nothing and nobody except obviously at the end of the day you have to listen to your soul and unless you can do that um, nothing nobody is going to help so what about all those people who don't know their calling who, who don't know what they really like to do what about them yes i i understand that i i, I understand that it is it is difficult uh, uh, and finding what you love to do is itself a difficult job it's mm. not easy but some somewhere in the hearts of heart you you know it it's mm. just that listening to that inner voice and how you listen to that inner voice is that when you drop all the other noise mm. which is around <laughs> you mm. so what you need to do is that that you need to drop all the noise around you is that what the society has been telling you to do mm. what your family friends etc have been expecting from you mm. you, mm. you just sit back and think that what you are doing if i did mechanical engineering why did i do it mm. if i sit back and think about it then i would say that i did mechanical engineering because that's what i had thought was the most promising career career that mm. i could have mm. had that mm. when, when i was studying mm. i was just following what everyone else was doing at the point at that point and according to my abilities what i could do best was in mechanical engineering was not listening to my heart i was not following my heart's voice that what i needed to do in my life to be fulfilled mm. what i was doing was what just the society was the was shaping for me ah makes sense makes sense. i have a theory i have a theory about this what you just just said i've written about this in my book um your body our bodies eventually will give big enough signs to actually tell us this that what you've been doing so far is not what you wanted to do and because we don't we stop listening to our heart we stop listening to our in, intentions instincts so it, it, the final the final warning comes from the body and it manifests in the form of diseases or some kind of mental or psychological or 
downright physical diseases is that do you agree with that because i have of course of seen... course that, that that that's exactly what happened with me mm. Mm. that's exactly what happened with me that i not only had clinical depression but mm. i also had uh, the, the 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 eating problems i could mm. not nourish my body properly because my body did not want to be nourished mm absolutely because absolutely. the life that i was leading my wife mm. my life my body did not want to live that life mm so mm. It, but what will if we look if we look at the bigger picture in terms of the societal success you were living in england right you reached england in 2000 i think uh, you told me yes, once and you by two, 2008 you uh, the, the face you discussing so it for from a societal perspective you were in england your family was in england you were doing a good job you were settled there you had a house you had a car you were raising your kids in england it sounds like a dream scenario for 9 out of 10 people yes right? but it wasn't for you yes yes and this is this is what i'm saying is that the the society the the mm. way society shapes your life is not mm. always what you want from your life exactly mm. i think and that is the number one reason of of misconception about depression nobody can understand your depression because your problem which sounds absolutely ridiculous if you would have told somebody and i'm sure you would have discussed this with your family and friends at that time and they must be wondering what the hell are you talking about you have everything dude in your life so why yes. are you depressed yes everybody everybody was saying that you are having a blessed life ah exactly count your blessings so, yeah yes yeah count your blessings you have got house you have got car you have got um, bank balance you have got a good job uh, mm. you have got a loving wife you have got uh, good uh, children what, mm. what is it that you don't have what what is it that you lack so people uh, were just saying that okay you you, you 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 what you are calling as illness sickness depression mm. etc it is just mm. a luxury which uh, the, the most of the world cannot afford exactly mm mm just i bored. knew in the hearts <laughs> of my heart i knew that i wasn't happy with my life mm mm mm, mm. that's a really interesting uh, point because i in my personal life obviously everyone's gone through such phases and in the hindsight when we when we look back it's easier to look at other people's lives actually that's why i'm doing this podcast uh, when we think about our own lives we get uh, too subjectively involved not logically figure out phases such as this either uh, either you uh, the lot of people lot of successful artists and authors and writers and we have a lot of young authors nowadays who uh, answer this call you know very early without struggling or without fighting you know all the other stuff they there are people at, coming back to that question that those who do not understand this call until very late 
like it happened with you mm-hmm. and those who are not artistic right people who not who are not writers or musicians or painters you know people just ordinary folk mm-hmm. so how do they find out so the, the first thing that i would like to bring out from this podcast conversation is if you're going through such a phase which is a, a typical adverse phase you know where you are left with no answers you've tried everything medically and psychologically and everything you've tried and there are no answers and you are in the middle of a dark night as you say yeah i think that that is the clearest sign from the universe or whatever god you believe in it's the yeah. clearest sign to actually go in inside the attic of your soul while you're sitting in that dark well because there you cannot do anything else anyway so you're just sitting and you don't know anything so that is there is a sign for everyone whether you're an artistic person or an ordinary consider yourself an ordinary folk this is the sign to go and find that calling because there is no other way that's yeah. what that's basically you're saying yes it's easier for some not because you did your uh, writing when you you you've always been literary so it was at the back of your head uh, but it's still incredibly difficult well while the, the situation that you discussed somebody who's uh, thinking about suicides every other minute physically life is unbearable <clears throat> mentally it's unbearable to 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 go back to your calling to actually you know come out of that well <clears throat> that is super incredible that i think defines your success more than the sales of your books more than the fact that you've written so many books and you you're writing your you you you're one of the most prolific people i know who because you started late in in the yes. writing writing game yes, yes but you kind of kind of picked up you're catching up pretty fast so more than your commercial success i would say this is a lesson that all of your readers and your you written an entire book about it the dark knight all of your readers should get this this is the gist of your uh, <clears throat> understanding this is the gist of your enlightenment and in the beginning what you said i really loved what you said that i knew that losing hope is the greatest weakness yes i think that would be the mantra that we can pass on based on uh, this conversation that losing hope is the biggest weakness there is no other weakness a physical disability mental disability financial disability a social disability everything is secondary to losing hope individually right and i i call it that survive the day just survive today's day and don't worry about tomorrow for now so yes, that's all you can do man is that this this too shall pass and when this we too shall pass speak the period where you don't see a light at least you mm. can have a hope that a ray of light will come from somewhere but mm. i would have to just hang on to hang on hang on that's the that's it yes, just hang on long enough don't don't give up you don't you don't give up and that's all you can do actually i have lived those phases and and there is there are no answers so the only only thing you can do control the controllables the only thing you can control is 
not give up that's the only thing you can do if you're that's sitting just keep sitting and the, the universe watches you universe watches you and then when the universe sees that mm. when universe witnesses uh, this uh, courage in you i mean that's also a lot of that takes a lot of courage to just linger it, on just it does, hang yes. on absolutely absolutely when when, it, when the when the universe sees that courage mm. it automatically starts sending you the signs Mm. it starts mm. sending you uh, uh, the the directions that you need to take yeah absolutely courage breeds courage put together one day the next day the with the next day and the next day and i think this a lot of people i have a friend in liverpool very good friend uh, uh, not a professional musician but a very good musician i worked with him in a shop and he's going through that phase due, due to lockdown and uh, because he's he comes from the vulnerable category being sick he's uh, locked down for 3 months uh, he has this crohn's disease that makes him uh, very super acidic so that is also he he also has the eating disorder he is the food cannot nourish his body he pukes all the time and you know, the body makes far too much acid so i've been talking to him and i've been trying to tell him to just hang on one day at a time but there will come a time either the hope or the despair will win so hope or despair will win so you can carry on for only so long before either finding that calling that will give you more hope that will give you more excitement for the future whether if you're a, he's a musician so i ask him why don't you just play the guitar why don't you just do something send me you know do video calls so when he picks up guitar he forgets everything just like if you start writing you'll you'll forget you know everything else even for 5 minutes or 10 minutes or half an hour that is enough that half an hour is your your meditation that is that half an hour is that's that's what deepak uh, sukla says uh, mm. if you want to know what you want to do in mm. your life the thing you do when you do not when you lose the sense of time mm. when you don't feel time as a burden that's exactly. what you want to do in your life this time flies and that's so beautiful if you can do it while you are in the adverse situation so half an hour one hour less of that despair yeah and then it grows then it grows so to all those who are listening to this if you're facing such a phase such a time depression stress anxiety lockdown anxiety what will happen tomorrow what will happen next month uh, a lot of people in india around the world are fearful of their livelihood job society what how the society is going to shape up we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or next month uh, do we so we do not know not? i do not know. know on monday morning whether when or when i go and log into my office work and whether i will have job or not absolutely there is they may say okay they say that we are winding down we are shutting down there is no more work this is your last day this is this is the kind of situation we all are in i think we've all we've all have been in such a situation it's just the false certainty 
that that is also a social construct that yes. society wants us to be certain so that we don't lose our heads because yes. that's the kind of people we are so they give us a false assuredness you you know you 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 do your class 12th you do engineering you will get a job and the life is settled while yes. while those who do it like you've done it other people have done it those who who do it they know that that's the biggest bullshit there is no certainty in anything you know whether you go there, 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 isn't, pass any, there isn't any there is oh. there isn't any certainty in anything in life yeah but we are told we are we are conditioned to live and expect that certainty so that's when the moment that certainty is out pulled out we behave like headless chicken so that this is this is the time this is the time where the characters are built and everyone would listen to this focused on today and i think sandeep bhai has shared one of the most uh, uh, what do you say personal account uh, possible and i'm i'm sure you i hope you're not going through such a phase and even if you are he is a living example of how to come out of it i have learned to live with such situations without losing hope without losing my head uh, and uh, looking forward with the, the the most optimism in my life always uh, so i i have i have learned that okay on that note i'll ask you uh, uh, one last question what's next what's the next book is it your uh, let's let's mention the books we we talked so far without mentioning any of the books so the latest book is the revenge of the chandals which yes, is part so of the book which, which is which is part one of uh, the postlak the chronicles of postlak trilogy uh, hmm. and i'm writing the the next part which is almost finished now and hmm. will be published soon Uh, uh, so i will not reveal much about it but it's it's uh, both uh, a sequel and prequel uh, of okay. uh, uh, the revenge of chandala so it's kind of both uh, the, 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 so the story goes back in the past and then comes mm. back in the present and goes into the future uh, so, so that, that's the part two and uh, it will uh, hopefully uh, come uh, by the end of this year. That sounds interesting. Interesting enough. So yes. 2014 the first book Summer Siddha came out and um, yes, so 2017 already, least, The Dark Knight and 2019 this one. Yes, the the the, the Revenge of Chandalas and uh, its part 2 will be uh, this year 2020 and uh, mm. hopefully the part 3 will be in 2021. that's not bad considering you're working full time yes and, yes uh, I'm working full time i'm, I'm uh, managing my own consultancy my own business and i have yeah. to spend a lot of time uh, not only working but traveling as well thankfully due to this lockdown i am not traveling <laughs> okay <laughs> that's a blessing in disguise then it's, it's it is a blessing in disguise yes so the the just the grand gist <clears throat> is the hopelessness is the biggest weakness number one and to always follow find your bliss. follow your bliss follow your follow your bliss and i think 
if you're not already in a depressed or a bad phase or an adversity phase it's a good time to follow your bliss now why wait for uh, that adverse phase that will force you to do that so if you can uh, find that passion that calling that bliss now while everything is all right then uh, i'm i'm sure probably you, you will never see the adverse situations yes of course of course why why not but but the one the, the only thing i will say is that don't don't fear adversities mm. they have mm. purpose absolutely they have purpose yes they have purpose so if they if the adversities come in your life if wrong bad time comes in your life see it as an opportunity yeah there is a beautiful rumi saying i don't remember it correctly it's uh, um, love enters love knocks on my heart until it breaks open yes so i think adversities are the only okay. as you said the they, they have purpose yeah. i think the only purpose adversities have is to make you grow that's the only purpose either that, that's grow, the only purpose that's the only purpose correct. i mean, I, 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 would, i would like to say is that that in the adversities you find answers to problems that brought adversities mm. and mm. you you find the strength to overcome those problems mm. so you grow you expand in that adversity because if that adversity has never come mm. you would never be able to grow and expand to take such challenges in life and to beat those the beat those problems which have brought those adversities so that so is that is a fact that is a fact absolutely that is a fact there is no other reason for adversities and the only way to grow is through adversities you can be certain that they will come but you can also be certain that they are coming for your own betterment yes so never fear mahatma gandhi when he was if you remember mahatma gandhi's episode of kicking him out of the first class yeah that's that's the first incident we all remember i think by that time he was successful uh, barrister living a good life you know educated in england living a fairly good and decent life yes. he had no reason to you know become uh, a freedom fighter but that one moment and then the phase following following it moment of phase of adversity uh, made him what 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 he became eventually had that not he happened he could not have become a mahatma absolutely he could he could completely reject that call you know and carried on walking just like in the matrix he say this is the blue pill and this is the red one if you take the red one you will follow the matrix otherwise you carry on living your shitty life yeah so the adversity is giving you the chance to either grow up so it's not all bad folks out there we've heard a very personal insightful uh, lesson nothing to okay. fear hang on there and follow your bliss on that note i'll express my deep gratitude for sandeep bhai for sharing a very personal episode from his life i hope we've all learned 
and we'll be learning from this uh, i'll let you go and enjoy the funny uh, you're in london right or or, or in birmingham i'm in birmingham it's midlands west midlands okay, you back okay back to birmingham you were in yes. london for for a while Yes. So enjoy the funny Birmingham, funny Midlands weather. It's even <laughs> funnier than London. And yes, people are even people are even funnier than uh, than London. I I I know that. I've spent a lot of time in Birmingham, traveling. Yes. My friend used to live in Birmingham. It's a funny funny place. So I yes. I'll let you go. Thanks a lot Thank for your time. Anything you would like to say to the to the listeners uh, as a final comment? all 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 i would say is that the life is very valuable life is uh, is is a journey to grow and expand mm. and do that do that in life always mm. try to grow and expand as a person uh, mm. and uh, you 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 will uh, find your your uh, destiny your destination whatever you mm. want it mm. fantastic so f- expand and grow yes that's the lesson okay sandeepai thanks a lot and on that note thanks a lot for listening i hope you taking away some lessons from it and apply to your life you can get of in touch course, with sandeep of course everything is an opportunity to take lessons thank you very absolutely much. thanks a lot thanks a lot for that bye bye thank you harshit thank you great talking to you yeah. bye